Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Good afternoon, everybody. I'm Cam Stewart with your Fantasy Sports Radio Update. Huge news in the NFL today. Not many take on the league and actually get something, but Colin Kaepernick and Eric Reed have resolved their grievances with the National Football League. They will not continue to pursue their collusion lawsuit against the league after the NFL has settled with them today. Financial terms not going to be revealed due to a confidentiality agreement, but we know it's not chump change. Colin Kaepernick has been out of the league for the past two seasons. All of this, remember, dating back to 2016 when Kaepernick and Reed decided to kneel together during the pregame national anthem ceremony as a way to protest systematic racial injustices. Ka- Kaepernick opted out of his contract with the 49ers when then head coach Kyle Shanahan and general manager John Lynch took over the team in 2016. Reed remained with the team for 2017, but they didn't renew his contract after that year. Kaepernick filed his collusion case against the NFL in November of 2017. Reed then followed Kaepernick by filing his collusion case in March of 2018. Reed, a former a Pro Bowl safety was unable to sign with a team until the Carolina Panthers gave him a one-year contract three games into 2018, and he played well enough that they gave him a three-year deal earlier this month. Huge news in the NFL. The NFL settling with Colin Kaepernick. Gabe, how you doing, buddy? Now, we don't know, but unconfirmed uh, unconfirmed numbers are Kaepernick's getting between 60 and $80 million. Woo! Wow. Which, if you figure... You look now, sort of the, I think the average salary for a quarterback is probably in the 20 million range, or let's say 15, right? So if you look, that's three, four years. He's essentially getting paid like $20 million a year, like he was in the league for the last few years, essentially. Which is, which, which is, really, truth it's, be told, it's he really wouldn't be. You don't think like he, he really would wouldn't be? A, be. He'd be a, what, how much do you think he would have made in that, in that, in that time? Well, we'll talk about it in the show yeah. here, but I was thinking about it, and I'm a big Kaepernick fan. I'm pro Cap. I'm happy he won the money. Too bad he didn't get more from him. But at the same point in time, who is he right now? I don't think he's better than Tyrod Taylor is right now. Tyrod Taylor is a backup to Baker Mayfield. You know, like, Colin Kaepernick, like, lost his starting position to Blaine Gabbard, not due to politics. Due to football performance, yeah, they got tape and then on he him. raised it up a notch after he wasn't the starting quarterback anymore. And once again, I'm a pro cap guy, but I'm just stating, you know, he scored pretty big, dude. Like he made like 48 million dollars playing in the NFL. He makes a ton of money right now from Nike, and now he just, like you said, no one beats the NFL. Donald Trump and the USFL got a dollar. <laughs> you know, the concussion <laughs> stuff, like they get nothing. Yeah, Kaepernick walks away with eighty million dollars. Like he keeps winning, this guy. Yeah, hey man, <laughs> I was thinking yeah. about it. It's it's like uh, it's like in uh, Pulp Fiction. It sounds crazy, but like it's almost like you know, like he was on the righteous side. You know what I mean? To get like religious, mm-hmm. like he had the moral ground, and that's why he won, and that's why he keeps winning. The NFL is he the greatest quarterback ever? No, no. But no. they didn't want to deal they with him. They did collude anymore. against him, yeah, and they, they didn't have to because he wouldn't even be good enough to be in the league anyways. Well, or he'd be a backup. <laughs> like it, you know, it would be minimal that he was kneeling. It's the irony they brought it upon themselves. 
Yeah, Ro- Roger Goodell. Wow, this guy. Uh, he what's he making? Fifty-two million a year, and they just yeah. keep on shoveling it away. It's well, unbelievable. It just cost them another eighty, ninety million. Yeah, dollars. sixty, eighty million. We'll, we'll get the figures. Yeah, undisclosed. And amounts, I'm not really sure how. Listen, I'm not really sure how Eric Reed was colluded against. The guy plays in the NFL. <laughs> oh, and he just so signed he a three. Just he just signed a three-year deal too this month with Carolina. So, so and uh, you saw, he'll probably get like ten million for the league or something. Yeah. You know? Well, you will see. And, and the funny thing is, reports. I have another story. Uh, the AAF talked about Kaepernick and Tim Tebow, and both nah, of them said, uh, "Yeah, you don't you don't believe that story?" Okay. Well, we no, can talk I'll tell about you that. why when the show starts. Uh, okay. Yeah. Wow, Marenzi, uh, he, he's on fire today, ladies and gentlemen. Opinions, opinions. Antonio Brown says he's going to meet with the Steelers brass about that trade request earlier today. He said no. Now the talks are on with Art Rooney II. The seven-time Pro Bowler under contract for the next three years carries a cap hit of $22 million in 2019. The Steelers say they'll considering trading uh, trade offers for Brown. No way they're going to release him. And Anthony Davis heard again. Nothing new here. The New Orleans Pelican Center suffered a shoulder injury in the first half of Thursday's win over Oklahoma City. He didn't return. An MRI revealing a muscle contusion said not to be very serious. He's going to get treatment on that injury. Status for Sunday's All-Star game unknown. And uh, yeah, the Pelican more news there, Gabe. Uh, the team also fired GM Del Demps uh, today. He gone. So NBA All-Star festivities kicking off in Charlotte, North Carolina tonight. Things get underway at 8 o'clock with the World All-Stars taking on the USA All-Stars. USA laying three over under 290 and a half. USA Moneyline 160. Team World plus 140. USA in the first half minus one and a half. 145 and a half. What the did All-Star the coach game. say? What, what did the coach say? They even won last night. I had to. I know, I know. The Pelicans were so, a great pick last night. It was good. And Orlando won big too. <laughs> you don't often hear the term, you know, dumpster fire. Yeah. It's more of like a Twitter thing or something. But see the coach of the Pelicans. It's like this whole season's been a dumpster, a dumpster fire. fire. Like, no, they're, they're, they're not firing Gentry. They're not firing him though. He gets to keep his job. He's honest. He's like, it's a shit show. What do you want from me? Right? It it is. Is. I've been in the league 50 years. Gentry's like coach like every team in the league. He sure has. Stay tuned. More Red Heat Rage after this. Join the experts live on the air every day by calling in at 844-843-6879 to join the Fantasy Sports Network. Game Time Decisions. All right, let's do this thing. A lot of stuff to get to. It's, uh, last show, actually, until uh, Tuesday. We'll be off on uh, Monday. Uh, though Cam Stewart and George Kurtz will be uh, getting it done this weekend. Uh, on, on, on the weekend. That's right, Gabe. Seven days a week. You inspired me, buddy. Yeah, crazy Everybody's stuff. Working, working for the weekend. Yeah. You want a piece of my heart. You want a piece of George Kurtz. You better start. <laughs> <laughs> We start at 11. We carry you to two. Oh, yeah. We got picks. Sometimes Marenzi calls in with college picks. Yeah, we're having a good time. DFS lineups, uh, NHL picks, college picks, a whole lot more. We got the Daytona 500 game. What a week. I wake up, and I'm seeing a Kaepernick story blowing up. We didn't even get to Severino and the four-year extension with the Yankees. Uh, Davis. What did you just get Demps. Up? What? No, no, I didn't get just get up. I'm just saying. No, it's just like wow. Like the news just went. Dee, 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 dee. It kind of like all all happened uh, minutes ago. A lot of afternoon yeah, you know, news. You know, it's a little ironic though, isn't it? It's like uh, turnabout's fair play, in the sense that uh, Super Bowl week, 
the the NBA crushed them. <laughs> like true, the NBA just like every day was some story in the NBA and news in the NBA and Davis this, LeBron James that, Lakers that, uh, Marcus All, Kyle Lowry. It was every day it was something. Now tonight the NBA All Star Weekend begins and Kaepernick takes over. Yeah, Kaepernick is stolen <laughs> yeah, the storyline. The, you know the NFL I mean? like, fighting back. They're fi- they like got that's their the number there. one sports story. Like there's no oh, doubt about sure. it. Like people. Because people either love Kaepernick and they're like, oh, good for him. He got money. But, you know, he's, he's still got screwed. And there's others that are just so mad, right, that Kaepernick just got $80 million. <laughs> like, he's not that good. He sucks. He doesn't deserve the money. And you know what? There's a little, like, you know, people, the thing about today's society that drives me crazy is nobody can have an intelligent sort of rational, both sort of real debate. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hear both sides. Right away, it gets in a bumper sticker politics, right? Like, and the thing is, I always tell you this, Cam. I always say this about these things. Like, two things can be right. You know what I mean? It's yep. not just like, oh, yeah, he got screwed. It's like, no, he wasn't that good anymore. He was a backup, and, you know, he was at the end of life. But he did get colluded against. You know he what I mean? Like, two That's things fast. can be true at the same time. You, you, know could, I mean? you look at the quarterbacks who are in the league. He still should have been in the league. He just wouldn't have made that much money. And you know what? He was standing up for what he believed in. I don't have a problem with that. Game Time Decisions, Red Heat and Rage Radio, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You can uh, give us your opinion. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Decisions by Rage on Radio Fantasy Sports on Radio Network. I'm Jim Brancy. Man, Twitter's so annoying. There's like so many fake accounts and fake this. And there's all kinds of Bryce Harper signed with the San Francisco Giants, but it's fake. Not true. Fake, 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 fake. You know, when I was when I lived in Montreal, Cam, uh, there was a uh, there was a uh, a wave of counterfeit money in the city. Ooh, uh, yes, yes. Yeah, it's a serious crime, though. Oh, right? it, so. It's very serious. I know. I've had I, I've, I've had counterfeit bills before, received, uh, not created, but yes. So, so it was like a Burger King. They were all over our neighborhood, man. And uh, it was it was at this Burger King, and somebody like you know people were going to the Burger King, and basically like you. People would buy like a French fries or something, right? For like ninety nine cents. Yep. Would would a twenty, right? Then get change. Yeah, beautiful. You know, get get the nineteen bucks and then split whatever and split. Get the fries and split. And in the Burger King, what I just said, fake, fake, fake. Once uh, the manager of Burger King started like yelling at like one of the like clerks, like one of the teenage kids. He's like, you stupid idiot. He's like, these are all fake, right? And he's like, he's taking them out. And like every, like every fifth bill, like in the till was fake. And he's like pulling them out. He's like, fake, <laughs> fake. And then he's like, fake, 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 fake. And he starts like really freaking out. 
And he dropped the guy camp. <laughs> like, oh, like roundhouse? The punch. No, the the manager of the manager attacked the employee. Yeah, yeah. He's like, these are fake, you stupid. And he like he lunged at him and started like throwing the kid around like into the French fry machine and like, yeah, uh, like a the lot other of hot oil there. Yeah, be dangerous. Oh, and the coworkers were like freaking out. Like the cops came. The manager got fired and stuff. Like, yeah. Oh, there was like a counterfeit. There was like a little like sting going on in the neighborhood. It was like, it was crazy too because everyone was paranoid. It was like, man, even if you get like one of the back, right? They're gonna think you're in on it because that like, they were like, like at stores and stuff, man. Like cops were walking in and stuff. Yeah, let me see your twenties. Like it was that bad. You know what I mean? It's always like, 20s. people. The That's thing the is, they were they were damn good, right? So yeah. quality. Paper. They were good. So people were getting taken in left and right, like you said. The genius thing, the best counterfeiting scam ever, I think it was the Iranians or the North Koreans that did it. Like, these, like Kim Jong-un, people think, like, oh, he's lobbing missiles and stuff. That's all for show. His real deal, Cam, is he's a hustler. Like, that's, like, that's how he makes his money. Like, basically, like, he stole, like, $200 million in Bitcoin. You know, like, he hacked into an account and he stole the Bitcoin. Like, uh, North Korea have, like, an army camp. It's like a warehouse type thing. There's, like, 3,700 of them. And all they're doing is, like, stealing people's credit card information. Yes. <laughs> and, like, bit, bitcoins. And, Crypt- like, cryptocurrencies. Making fake Gucci's and, like, yeah, Rolex. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, like, you name it. Like, whatever like, they can come up with. You know they're, what I mean? Like, they're, 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 they're extravagant clothing market. Like, black market clothing. And it's good now, too. No, I just watched, like, an American Green on it. Like, they, these these Prada bags and Gucci stuff. Like, it's hard to tell, man. Like, the stitching is But, like, they steal the designs. Like, yeah, they'll yeah. just oh, have yeah, for sure. just say, oh, this is yeah. what they're doing at Walmart. Just rip it off. <laughs> like, right? Like, or so. They steal. So, the counterfeit, like, the real good ones. I, it might have been Iran, I think, that did it. But basically, they knew. They were like, listen, counterfeit bills are always... Because no one's... No one... No criminal enterprise has the wherewithal to to do counterfeit for a dollar. Like, it costs money to do it. You, you know what I mean? Paper. What's the deal? You need it you're gonna to risk what, You need You're going to walk into stores. Eggs. Exactly. Yeah, but you... No, but the thing is, like, how do you move it? Like, a dollar at a time? Well, you, you can't buy anything for five cents. Like, the, the beautiful thing about, like, a 10 or a 20 is you can buy a pack of gum. You can whatever, and then you get yep. the big change back, right? True. So a dollar, you can't do anything with it. But they knew Dude. that. And they were like, man, and they basically realized, like, they don't really even check for $1, like, fakes in the same way. Like, they, and the ones didn't have, like, the same sort of, like, foolproof things because there were only ones. Like, they, you know, the governments are always ahead. Now it's impossible. Like, if there's, like, chips in this stuff. But, like, uh, so they were, they're always ahead of the curve. So, basically, I think it was, like, one of the North Koreans, the Iranians, they basically made them. They just made fake ones. It was sort of genius, right? Like, they went small, and they got away with it. Like, they flooded it. Like, I don't know, man, like, 50 million in, like, fake ones uh, type thing. So, um, yeah, I, all that to say, I just, when I said fake, fake, fake about all these Twitter <laughs> accounts, I got a flashback to the Burger King and the dude saying fake. And then, like, a second later, fake! And then finally, fake, fake, fake! And then finally, he started throttling the kid. Um, so, yeah, Colin Kaepernick, we don't know the exact amount. He gets six to, 80, to $80 million. And, you know, like I said, to me, it's just the irony of, he wasn't that great anymore. Like, he was at the end, kind of, you know? Like, he was still okay. 
I would compare him to like a Tyrod Taylor, except I think Tyrod Taylor's better at this stage. Like, look, everybody's mocking Joe Flacco right now. They played in the same Super Bowl together. You know I mean? like, yeah, like times pass. Like that was 2011. You know, it was a while ago. Or excuse me, it was 2000. Uh, what, what year was it? 2012. Uh, 2012. So, yeah, you know, same, you know, same things. You know what I mean? Like it was a long time ago. And like Kaepernick, yeah, he's in better shape than, than than Flacco or more athletic, whatever. But Kaepernick wasn't the same after Harbaugh left. Like he he lost interest. Like even when Harbaugh was there, like I'm a Harbaugh fan, and you know what I mean. So I know the dynamic between the two. And Harbaugh used to tell him what even when they were going to the Super Bowl and stuff in the NFC Conference Championship game. That, you know, you got to be more like sort of like you got to be more of a leader and talk to the players more like players like them. But he used to wear headphones in the room. And yeah, I don't like that. He, yeah. yeah, he was detached. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He was a nice kid, but he was detached. And it was basically because he was shy. That's what's yeah. ironic that he is who he is now. So he's sort of shy and he just wanted to play. And Harbaugh, look, Harbaugh, you know, they were good with Alex Smith camp, right? I I three yes, good. Yes, yes. And Harbaugh knew, man, this kid's yeah. special, right? I can use yeah. him in this way. They created that, you know, the the the, the option play, the run. Yeah, re- that was the original RPO. Option. Was with Colin yeah, Kaepernick. Yeah. That's when everything they, changed. They created this. Harbaugh and him were like the dynamic duo together. Yeah, it worked. You know what I mean? And Kaepernick was driven and in shape. And it's think about it, Cam. Colin Kaepernick in that Super Bowl that year. What was his move? He used to kiss his arm. And he had like kiss big arm bicep. and like yep. he, yeah, he yeah, kissed he was, the bicep, and, <laughs> right? Or wrestling moves. Har- yes. Harbaugh split. Harbaugh got fired. It got ugly and whatever. Harbaugh was gone. Colin Kaepernick hooked up with this chick. Went to Europe and came back, and like all the muscles were gone. You know what I mean? He he was like, there's pictures of it. Like he can't. They were like, holy shit, what happened? <laughs> like, is he sick? Like, what's going on? Yeah. Um, so he never had the big afro before, right? He came back suddenly. He had the big yeah. afro. True. He was all skinny and stuff. And they were like, is everything cool? And he was like, yeah. And then suddenly, then you know, then he starts showing up with Fidel Castro T-shirts on. You know, he sort of got woke, as they say yeah. today, Cam. The kids. You know, the chick was the one that sort of, you know, and him going overseas and, you know what I mean? Like, he sort of changed a, a bit. Different dose and of reality. I, yeah, know? but I don't, you know, it's not wrong. Like, I'm not criticizing yeah, for it. Yeah. People go to Europe. People go overseas. They their, their perception of the world changes, right? But it happened overnight, sort of, and he came back, and then Chip Kelly was the coach. And everybody thought, and including myself, everybody was like, holy shit. Could you imagine Chip Kelly with Colin Kaepernick and what kind of offense they could have? Even though Harbaugh wasn't there. And I remember I remember all this. And the first meeting they had, Kaepernick was like aloof and was really sort of disinterested. And I remember Kelly was like, wow, that was kind of disappointing. Like I was hoping he'd be excited, right? And then it just continued and continued. And then it was then that he started. He showed up with the socks, with the pigs, his cops on them. And the fact of the matter is, he wasn't playing that well in camp. Like, he wasn't strong. He wasn't enthusiastic. He lost his job to Blaine Gabbert. And then he raised it up a notch with the protest. 
Like that's sort of like the truth of what happened along the way. And oh yeah, Kelly also tried to, he said, if you don't want to be here so much, leave. And at Denver, Elway offered him a deal, but they wanted him to take a $4 million pay cut. That's right. And he said no. Right? So, hey, it is what it is. We'll hit it more on the other side. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Game time decisions, Red Heat Rage Radio. Uh, we'll get uh, Steve Merrill on in the next uh, segment. We'll do uh, 437 uh, with Steve uh, Merrill. We'll take some of your phone calls. A lot of stuff to get to. And a lot of stuff that actually gets people going here uh, today. Uh, you know, the Kaepernick stuff gets people. For, I thought we were just going to AAF, a couple of Daytona 500 picks. Yeah, uh, vroom, 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 vroom. Uh, little <laughs> NBA all-star rookie sophomore, that's, and we'll get, get through the show. But, yeah, it's one of those hot shows today, you could tell. Hot shows. Hot shows. With this Coocher stuff. Of course, Drew's uh, chiming in. And uh, Drew, Drew's not the only one, but one of very few uh, defending defending Cooch uh, on this El Cheapo. But Ryan Whitney, uh, longtime uh, NHL uh, veteran, now uh, NHL analyst on the NHL Network. I guess he's also a bar stool. Uh, just tweeted, uh, in a crazy sequence of events, Matt Kuchar just picked up a quarter John Rom was using to mark his golf ball. When asked to put it back, Kuchar threw down a nickel and walked away. <laughs> That's great. Like, dude, you're getting carved by NHL players now. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I, I, Kuchar, but, Cam, he doesn't I, seem to care. You're saying he's no, playing well, right? He's I just winning away. Like, I told you he's he got the permit. He couldn't care less about your opinion, Ryan Whitney's opinion, my opinion. He doesn't care. He's got the perma smile. He just hit a birdie putt. He's three under. A couple rich old white guys. Cooch, cooch. A couple guys are like, you know, boo. Like, you know what I mean? They're not as happy as they were before. It's kind of like a, a mixed bag, a mixed gallery at uh, at Riviera. But you know what? And, and the more I think about it, it's actually disgusts me even more because the thing is, he... He might have not even won that tournament with his regular caddy. Like the guy had Me- the guy, the Mexican caddy that stepped in had extreme course knowledge, helped him out in so many ways. Like in, when you're in a situation like that, you almost want to give the guy extra than the, than what you're supposed to give because it's not it's not going to happen again. But anyway, he did the opposite. This is gold. Okay. He's just this a is dip. gold. So Jeff Shackelford, he's a senior writer, golf, golf writer. Week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shackelford, yeah, golf, golf, golf Channel yep. a contributor. Yep. Uh, Jeff Shackelford, he's he's on the course. He's he's covering it. Someone's just said on the sixth tee, Kim, go low, coach, go low. Just not on the gratuity. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, yeah I just Coocher's um, unbelievable though. Like he's just, he got booed earlier in the day, but like you said, he, some yeah, people are cheering well, him. They're yeah, cheering, like, of course. They are. people are like hate Mexicans I, are showing up. Yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah, what that's it what is. There. Yeah, yeah. The racist crowds coming in at uh, no, because they know, always the afternoon way to. He's lucky to get what he got. It's a lot of money there. It doesn't matter. It was a DJ event. 
you know what I mean? You screwed the guy. <laughs> like, there's no way around this. Like, there's no, there's no way around this, Cap. Like, Kuchar's a jerk off. He just, you know. It's not just like he was some guy working in the pro shop. He carried your bag for four days. He was your caddy. You do everything a caddy's supposed to do. You get paid what you're supposed to get paid. And the fact that you, you lowball the guy, as I said before, you have no local knowledge. The guy knew Mayakoba Golf Course inside and out. He makes two hundred dollars to help out rich tourists when they go down there to, to golf. A, a, you know what? That's the crazy thing to me, Gabe. If it was me or you, I, I would have actually given him over what you were supposed to give for for all the things that he did, and he won. It's not just that. That's the crazy thing about this. You give your guy a percentage. He won one point something million dollars. Like he won the event. He didn't finish T eight, T thirteen, whatever. You got. He's got so much money, and it's like, oh yeah, just here's your scraps, buddy. You just. Anyway, J.B. Holmes just uh, jarred out uh, for Eagle or a hole-in-one there. It's something crazy. But, yeah, Kuchers, I'm, I'm done with Kuchers' game, the nice guy routine. I always I always wonder why like, people like, Kuch. Like, Matt Kuchar, to me, just one of those guys, like, I don't think he really instills any, like, he does nothing special to even be, like, a fan of him. Like, to me, he was just a golfer that was very good who wins a lot of money. It's just like, generic guy. Like, Tiger, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, Tiger Woods, you, you like his emotion. Other guys on tour, you like the game. Like, Kuchar's just, a, you know, a guy that plots around the golf course, better than average golfer who wins a lot of money. It's not like he does anything special, but, you know, some of these golf fans are just idiots, too. You know, no, uh, Michael it. Collins, ESPN golf analyst. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's not impressed. Yeah, Michael Collins. Uh, now he's taking it back a little bit. He's walking it back. He said... Uh, oh, he's got to interview him, right? It's kind of like... We he did on his own podcast, though. So he's got his own podcast, Maddie and the Caddy. Okay. Uh, Michael Collins, former caddy, actually, has caddy. Like, that's his thing. And uh, he said, Kuchar is the biggest phony on the tour. The whole smiling thing is just an act. <laughs> So now, though, I see. Yeah, so now, though, some Collins here is on Twitter now. To set the record straight, Matt Kuchar has been nothing but nice to me. (laughs) I was happy to see him win, and even more happy when he won with his regular caddy, my friend at the Sony Open. But I do completely disagree with how he has handled this situation. Okay. That sounds like a lot of backpedaling there. Going from yeah, a phony. Well, uh, you weren't misquoted. Like, it was your own podcast. Like you I said gotta it. Tell, like, yeah. I got to tell you something. Like, when you go from saying that's a, that's a big step back, a phony. Like, when you call a guy a phony, that's like, it, it's almost equivalent to what we talked about, goof. Like, a phony is a pretty, when you call a guy a phony, that's a that's a really mean cutting thing. That's say you're like, you're just not a real person. Like, you're a complete dick. And uh, for, for you to go from phony to, oh, he's always been nice to He looks to me. like a phony. Yeah, he is. Guy is a phony, but whatever. Like you know, they, yeah, he's he's out there playing golf. I don't know if he wants to be a Mister Nice Guy. Told, told, the the guy's an assassin when it comes to winning money. Like he's like we talk about Phil Mickelson and like you know the way he could be a snake oil salesman. Like him 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 and Phil in a company. Oh my God, the things the the things that would happen in the boardroom, Renzi. I I wouldn't even want to be around. That's that's a greasy boardroom. A lot of people getting grifted. <laughs> like imagine those two like that snake oil sales right there uh, at a high yeah, like high percentage <laughs> they're, they're, they're just sleaze balls these dudes <laughs> like, like jim Furyk's a really that, nice guy like there's some nice guys on the yeah, tour, yeah, like, no, down yeah. to earth like jim Furyk's a hard working you know i, I don't you're right don't like though like honestly like, he's a really like, nice guy like everyone's nice locked guys. into this everyone's locked into this fifty thousand dollar number kuchar really first time you win in four years should have just given a guy ten percent, even a regular yeah, said, hey, yeah. here's what, here's hundred k." Or 
at least like sixty or whatever. Giving a guy five k or four k. Yeah, it's such a low off. ball. Like, yeah, that's the it's thing. Ten dollar bills. It wasn't. It wasn't even like a, it was like it was in ten and twenties, Cam. You don't gotta be kidding. So basically, he's. You know, I swear, it was in tens and twenties and fifties. So. Man, you know what? The Kucher just sort of like go through his bag and give him the scraps. Yeah, that's yeah, what I okay. told you. That's, yeah, he's got that money clip. Okay, so if you polish off. I'll put the hundreds here. Oh, there are the tens. <laughs> Unbelievable, man. I like Deadspin's hey, line. Extremely rich golfer from Matt Kucher defense stiffing caddy. <laughs> <laughs> Still, well, it, it really is a stiff job. You and you read the story about the other guy uh, who who gave more. There's guys on the Web.com tour who are winning thirty-seven thousand dollars that still give like a couple grand of their paycheck, right? So, like, what are you yeah, talking I said about? Cam, Cam Piercy. Yeah, Cam Piercy. He, tweet, guy, he needs the he money. He tweeted, too. "I won twenty-three thousand, and I gave the caddy twenty-three. Or he won, he won twenty-nine thousand, and he gave him twenty-nine hundred. He gave him ten percent. Yeah, that's amazing. Like, you know what I mean? That's that's a great chunk of change. Like, and these guys are on like mini tours trying to get by." Kuchar's made so. What was his money? He's going in at 40, forty-six million. Seven, forty-seven. Yeah, four, I thought it was forty-seven, forty-eight. Yeah, forty. Well, whatever. Million. Yeah, after yeah, whatever. this year, up there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, after this year, way more than that. But uh, yeah, he'll win millions more. He's already won a million, uh, over a million in one tournament. So yeah. Anyway, I don't care how you defend it, what people say about it. It's a cheap move. It's a stiff job, and uh, you know, whatever. It just tells you his character. The guy's a cheap ass. We talk about bad yeah, tippers. He's probably like win the story. Yeah, uh, I hope he doesn't win, but he's three under already. He's, I could tell you one thing he's going to get another paycheck uh it's like when the story we talked about like jeremy piven going to the bar at the the upscale uh, japanese restaurant and uh you know instead of leaving a tip for for his party he leaves a, a signed copy of entourage like are you kidding me i think the ch- like the waitress threw it at his head like what that's so so i'm your i'm your i'm not even getting a tip you're thinking that this autographed copy dvd of the show that you star in is going to be equivalent to money well you're a complete idiot then I, a lot of people, the nerve of people, man. Like if I was if I was serving that table and that happened, I'd be raging. Waiter, waitressing's a tough gig, you know. You can get it's, it's hard work. Celebrities always think that uh, oh, yeah. everyone yeah, loves the, them. Yeah, well, they don't. You know, and even people though like to get paid, right? Yeah, like very few people are that famous that everyone's going to like them, right? You're always just going to be a niche person. And I heard a, a Hollywood agent once say that. He said, uh, one thing that all uh, all celebrities have in common, he goes, uh, they all think that uh, you want to talk to them when they're drunk at four in the morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, basically, like, that's when they're all wasted bitching to the agent. Hey, get Don on the phone. Yeah, Don, Don on the phone. <laughs> Don. Don, what the hell's going on with that movie, dude? You know what I mean? Like, that's what he's like. It was a great line he had. He's like, yeah. He goes, they never call it 40 afternoon. He goes, it's always like yeah. 4 in the morning. And Drunk and angry wasted. call. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Drunk and angry celebrity call. All right, you effing. <laughs> you hey, know? man. Just looking at the golf, too, Marenzi. Jordan Spieth leading at 7 under. He was in the exact same position last week. Let's see if he can hold on. Like, I don't know what's yeah, up I with like this the guy. way he was looking. He well, that's the thing. He had a seven under uh, bur- uh, bogey free round, smooth sixty four. But remember, I had him last week at twenty two to one when he was playing great too, and then the wheels fell off. So he has this tendency to play really, really well and have a blow up round where he's like four or five over. We'll see what happens this week. But you said it; he looks very, very good so far. Tony Finau, who you talked about as a value pick, T three right now, beautiful five under par. Justin Thomas five under par really bothered me. Justin Thomas having first round leader, he took a double bogey. I would have. Uh, 
Tide Spieth and won a couple hundred bucks there with my first round bet. But anyway, uh, lots of uh, good names and Hadwin T16. So a lot of uh, the DFS guys that we talked about uh, lingering. And they're going back out to try to get some uh, holes in before uh, play tomorrow too. Like they finished the first round right now. So, you know, they're a little bit behind, but they're they're making up time right now. I think uh, I'll pat myself on the back for a nice tweet that I put out here, Cam. I said, Colin Kaepernick is the first quarterback in NFL history to get $80 million and not play a game since Sam Bradford. Stop asking. If that was your joke at the roast, I'd be like, hey, that's a good hey, opener. Hey, that's hey, a good hey, opener. Hey, yeah, hey, yeah, hey, Sam yeah. Bradford. <laughs> that's true. Now, Sam Bradford's stealing, too. He doesn't have to sue anybody. That's <laughs> uh, the beautiful thing. He just sits back. Sam Bradford should be sued by the NFL. <laughs> should, should be like the other. Should be the other way around. <laughs> NFL team sue Sam Bradford. Want money back? Game time decisions. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Game Time Decisions, Ready for Rage Radio. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Uh, man, a lot of stuff going on, actually. We have a lot of sports to get to, a lot of picks. Uh, Babano will join us a little bit later on. Uh, there's actually an active uh, shooting situation on a more serious note. We hope everyone's okay. Um, I know there has been people that have been shot in Aurora, Illinois. Um, let's see if we get the quick update on that. Um, shooter apprehended. All right. Shooter apprehended. That's good. Workplace. It's like a workplace. One of the guys uh, that uh, someone got shot at, he got out. He was real casual, too. He sounded like one of our guys in the ad. So what happened in there? I says I lost the weight. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. guy, like, they asked him, like, like, I'm walking 12 miles, feeling good. Yeah, like, they're like, we're now joined by a man who just, just like, escaped. And he's like, yeah. yeah, yeah. He goes, guy next to me got shot, bleeding pretty bad. And he goes, I, I just walked out the back door. <laughs> like, you know, he's very calm and everything. And he, he didn't share anything. Like, they kept having to pull everything from him. He's like, they're like, is everyone all right? And he's like, well, there's some people been shot. And they're like, did you see the ki- the shooter? And he's like, yeah. And then he's like, quiet. And they're like, wow, what is he? And what does he look like? He, yeah, finally the, the, the anchor says, uh, he goes, does the shooter work there? Do you know him? And he's like all sheepish, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he goes, yeah, I know him. Sorry. And then That's the, funny, the, though. Yeah, I know. It's just like total, like, it's like reality crazy, TV, right? right? Like, yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah, I know him. He's like, yeah, he's a coworker. And they're like, oh, so coworker. And they're like, you know, they're like, so is he angry about something? He's like, well, I guess so. And, you know, like, he's all calm. I guess he is. <laughs> like, yeah. So we hope everything's all right. Let's bring in a Steve Merrill. Right, let's get back to the Kucher cheap tipping stuff. Let's see what Lucky Steve, owner of a Chinese restaurant, has to say yeah, yeah. about this. Steve Merrill, what's up, Steve? <laughs> what am I commenting on? <laughs> <laughs> 
Matt Matt Kuchar's cheap cheapness. Oh, Kuchar's cheapness. No tip. No tip, Steve. You know, it's funny. I, uh, tipping is one of those things that's really kind of screwed up in society because you always over tip more than you under tip. You know, it really should be for service. And I, I love tipping someone that does good service. But the bad thing is, bad people get tipped like twenty percent nowadays. And if you don't tip them well, they think you they think you're cheap. Like, you know, or you can leave a penny, which is, I, I would never do that. You know, I guess that's, that's how you make a statement. But I've always said, like, true. you know, if you, but if you go back to a place where you know the person, or, you know, if it's a friend of yours who's the waiter, or you know the owner of the restaurant, you know, I always tip more because you get something back for it. Um, but I've always thought if I was a celebrity, it'd be tough because if you ever didn't tip well even once with social media, it'd be all over the place. So I, I have thought about that in the past. It is true. The, the, it's like the NBA, everyone gets paid, right? right. So, you know, basically, I, you know, even if I don't really like the service, I'm generally still leaving 20% anyways. And if I really like it, you know, sometimes I go a little over, I'll round up or whatever, but I'm generally, I just generally tip 20% all the time. I'm, I'm a pretty good tipper though, like, um, like for delivery guys and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. I won't stiff them. Like, even if it's like a $10 order, like the other day I ordered Chinese food, it was 11 bucks. I gave I gave him fifteen, fifteen, least, so four yeah, bucks. That's, good. Yeah. that's a good play. It's a good play. Yeah. Okay. Here's, here's so what's really even. Even. It's based on the percentage of the overall bill. Like, he, if you'd ordered one extra carton for ten dollars, there's like no extra work in that really. But he gets a couple dollars more based on a percentage, you know. Or if you're at a nice restaurant, that's the other thing that gets me. Like buffets get screwed <laughs> all the time. People at buffets, you know, because they're bringing, they're taking your table off, you know, five times. That's, a, place that's a great point, Steve. The buffet worker, like, they got to clean it all it's up awful. every time, replace. Yeah, it's a great And yeah, you feel I lived like, in and, Las Vegas. Can I fill up your I, drink for the 20th time? Yeah. I lived yeah. in Las Vegas and yes, ate at the buffet all the time. <laughs> okay. Try to leave a tip on the table after. Yeah, you do. You do. At the oh, buffet. You definitely do. Yeah, you do, you do. But I'm just saying, in terms of what they get for what they do, compared to other people, like they're busting their asses at some of those. And they're leaving pretty slow. Take it ten percent, and they think it's ten percent because you didn't order with them, so they actually are on a cheaper tab, and they're getting a smaller percentage, and they're probably doing more work. Yeah, but this is like um, this is one thing too that bothers me about the whole tipping thing, and I don't mind tipping, but the process is whacked. You think like uh, like I was at a bar. Um, you know, I've been in a bar where I didn't like one of the waitresses. You know what I mean? So I'm like, I'm not ordering from the chick. She's like, you know, she's rude, like or whatever. And then you know, you're like, oh, the other one's nice, and you give her a better tip, whatever. They all split the tips, anyways. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so exactly. Yeah, that's the annoying thing, right? So like, you can, you know, so like in the buffet places and all that, everyone's splitting everything. There was actually there's a big war actually to get political. <laughs> There's actually a big battle about this. And, like, the casino owners and basically the – it was, like, uh, Sheldon Adelson and uh, and Steve Wynn were pushing Trump for this. And they were about to get it done and passed. But St- St- Steve Wynn's scandal and stuff, the, it blew up. Or, sorry, the government shut down. They didn't sign it in time. But it was they're pretty, pretty evil. They wanted to take people's tips from casinos, Cam. So, basically – all casino workers that get tips would have to split it with casino management. Like, i.e. Wow. pit bosses wow. and management. Oh, that's crazy. That's, that's so stupid. It's just stupid on their parts. I mean, you want your dealers to be making people happy as you're taking their money. It's just I know, but that's just let's screw the little guy, right, constantly, right? Like, but that's it's not even a good the... business move, though. It's not even a good business move, though. 
Yeah, well, there's a lot of that, bad well, yeah, no, moves. Yeah, 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 no, it's that's sketchy. That's was sketchy. it a good that's business a, that, move for the NFL to blackball Ka- Kaepernick and have to pay him eighty million dollars? Yeah. <laughs> what he was, he would have been played out of the league anyway since he wasn't that good. <laughs> yeah, but Goodell, Goodell, you could do a case study of uh, CEOs who just inherit jobs throughout the family that are unqualified. They're like C average students, you know, the fraternity presidents. <laughs> Goodell's a textbook example of that. <laughs> Yeah. He is bad at his job. Yeah, he's getting paid a lot, though. He's doing quite well. He's a, he, a yes-man for the owner. Can you really break it down, though? He is. I mean, they, they don't want somebody that does that job well. They want a puppet. Uh, Steve Merrill uh, with us. Yeah, man, everything's got to blow up. Just like uh, the Kaepernick stuff, people getting angry. and Kaepernick sucks and blah, 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 blah. And, like, there was a big thing about Kaepernick. Um, so today, so I bring this up, Cam. You brought it up in the in the update about Kaepernick wanting twenty million dollars to play in the AAF, right? And I'll tell you right now, there's no way in the hell Kaepernick knew and damn well knows the AAF doesn't have twenty million dollars to give him. Secondly, Bill Polian is essentially the commissioner of the AAF. I'm going to go out on a limb, guys, and tell you Bill Polian is not a big fan of Colin Kaepernick. All right. <laughs> Secondly. Or thirdly, the AAF is on the NFL network, all right? Colin Kaepernick suing the NFL. Bill Polian and Ebersol said their goal of the AAF is to have the NFL give them practice roster players. Yeah, yeah, feeder. You know, they need reps. That's what they want to do. Yeah. Not that, you know, and I don't think signing Colin Kaepernick is the type of thing that you're doing when you're trying to get the NFL on your side. I'm telling you right now, they use Kaepernick's name to pimp the AAF. That was cheap press. Why didn't yeah. this offer come out if they offered this deal, like, I don't know, two months ago, three months ago, when they would have made the deal for real? It's not. They did it in week two, Steve, when they need a little press. Coincidentally, the day before week two action, oh, AAF gets in the news. I'm telling you, I'd bet money, Steve, that this was just marketing garbage. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, it's, it's actually smart marketing garbage because, I mean, it, it I mean obviously, Cap- I, mean, I mean, I was going to say Get your name out there. Yeah, exactly. And Kaepernick's more than happy to go along with it. And who knows? Maybe there's a backroom deal in the settlement for the NFL lawsuit after all this. You know, that wouldn't surprise Kaepernick me. doesn't care exactly. He's like, whatever. And it's almost the number that it's funny. Like he says, yeah, $20 million, Essentially what starters get in the NFL, right? Like basically he throws that number there. But it's just funny that the AAF and the, this whole story came today. And then boom, the settlement comes. AAF gets their pop. Kaepernick gets his money. NFL, uh, Kaepernick now has to shut up about the NFL and move on. So everybody's a winner uh, today. And, you know, I wish it never went down the way it did, you know. But it is what it is. Like I said, Kaepernick did lose his job to Blaine Gabbard at first, and he sort of lost interest in being a top-notch quarterback. And, you know. So uh, what, what, what do you got, Steve, uh, for us? Uh, we got uh, this Daytona. All-Star weekend, rookie, uh, rookie sophomore, and, of course, we got Daytona 500 this, uh, this week, too. We remember, Gabe, about you know five, ten years, more than five years, probably about ten years ago when we were doing shows. You and I used to just load up on the sophomores uh, the, against the rookies, and it cashed year after year. Yeah, they started getting smart, making the line ten. Broken up, points. those son of a bitches. Exactly. <laughs> now they now money. they've done the damn tree hugger international thing. That's <laughs> at the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know what? Though the international tree huggers have been beating the Americans. <laughs> They're three and one. This is the year five now. This is year five. And I tell you what, the Europeans have blown them out the last couple of years. I like the Americans tonight, Steve. They're almost a sophomore team. We got Donovan Mitchell. We got Jason Tatum. 
Uh, we got Kyle Kuzma. Then, you you know, you got De'Aaron Fox. You throw in uh, Trey Young to hit some threes. The only thing is the Europeans seem to beat the crap out of these guys all the time. I think it makes a lot of sense because there's no question that the Euro- the world players, the Europeans in particular, are better skilled basketball players than the Americans nowadays. The Americans are athletic, but the Europeans are usually better shooters. They usually are better ball, you know, ball passers, dribblers. Um, so I think that makes sense. But what does concern me, as you mentioned, I was looking at the rosters last week, actually, when they first came out, and I did feel like the sophomore edge was more on the American side with the experience and teammates. Um, so I think it's kind of a wash tonight. Yeah, ben Simmons playing uh, tonight, but how much is he going to play? He's on He's on the world. The world team's good. The world team's good. I'm going to roll the dice and go uh, go with the Americans. The total's 289 and a half. It's a pretty sharp number. The All-Star game on Sunday should sail over uh, the number. All right, Steve, so we've got a couple minutes here. What about uh, the Daytona 500 this week? NASCAR uh, tips off. Yeah, I mean, the, the disclaimer, as always, is on these restrictor play tracks, Daytona and Talladega, it's just random. It's very difficult to handicap. Uh, practice times do not mean anything. That's usually what I look at when handicapping races to know which cars have been strong during the weekend. Um, usual suspects you could look at, but there again, the big one takes out half the field normally. But all things said... Keselowski's been pretty good at this stuff. Right. That's yeah, what I was going to say. The two best drivers have been Logano and Keselowski the past few seasons. Clint Boyer they like too, Steve. Uh, on my book, they got Boyer at 7, Keselowski at 7, Logano at 8, Harvick, Hamlin, 10. So that rounds out the top five. A lot of people like Clint Boyer. Yeah, he's on that Harvick team that was fantastic last year. And keep in mind, both Eric Alamarola, who took over Danica Patrick's car last year, was one of the best drivers on the circuit suddenly. It tells you how bad Danica was in the 10 car. But Boyer also, who had struggled with other teams, comes in and was competitive as well. They're both Harvick. And Alamarola's been good on these type of tracks also. So I think Boyer, Alamarola, those are two guys people probably aren't talking about that will be in contention. What about Danica's uh, ex-boyfriend there? He's a good uh, play racer, isn't he, Stenhouse? Yeah. I saw him as low as eight to one at one spot. I think the secret's coming oh, out on so that is he one. that low? Wow! But you're right, Gabe. I mean, he's been the one guy that's been tremendously better on these tracks than anywhere else. That's the thing with this, though. People always say, "Wow, the restrictor play race is anything can happen." But it is usually the same dudes that are sort of in the, in the top five. Really, they're better at it. But every once in a while, you'll get that forty to one. You'll get that thirty. Like there will be. You know, like that wall trip or Trevor Bain. You know, Cam, like, what's a golf tournament like that? You know what I mean? It, you know, like what Bob Bradwood, the Bob May, whatever the hell this guy named was. You know, when some fat yeah, guy Bob, comes Bob out of nowhere wins a major. <laughs> yeah, Bob, that was actually a PGA champ, a championship. Like, a tournament like that where, like, any, like, John Deere or something like that. Is that what you're talking no, about? No, no, like, more like the U.S. Open. Like, sort of, which, like, the, the major one where it's... Oh, like the PGA championship. Random. PGA championship. Yeah, That's so, like, it, sort of, like... It's random, you know what I mean? Like, NASCAR's like that, where the plate races, once in a while, a random guy will win, but you sort of have to be good in the plates to, to do it. Steve Merrill, ProSportsInfo.com, one of the coverage experts. Thanks, Steve. Thank Later, Steve. Game time decisions. I don't know what the hell Yang's doing with that. I don't know. He goes, what the hell is this? He doesn't know game. It's a good thing the levels are low and I can barely hear it. <laughs> 
Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. I think we hit the techno. Uh, yeah, I don't know. You go to a party tonight? You get yeah, yeah, a big yeah. party tonight? Hey, yeah, yeah. Hey, Gramps, you got some glow sticks? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what's going <laughs> on here, baby. Where, where, where? Yeah, you got your uh, rave uh, tunes on there, Yang. Yeah. I'm not complaining. What else? No, I know. I could care. I actually kind of. At this point, yeah, at this point in my yeah. life, I don't care anymore. Yeah. I, 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 it's Friday too. It's like, yeah, it's actually. Play not Ruby too, Tuesday not too bad. for all I care. Play CCR. <laughs> Ruby, tu- Ruby Tuesday. On hey, Friday. I have a neon That's light right. headband right now. <laughs> <laughs> she should play that song, Neon Nights. <laughs> That'd be better, actually. Neon Nights. Black Sabbath. Look that up, Yang. See what I can do, buddy. Neon Knights. <laughs> Neon Knights. Neon Knights. Yeah, beautiful day in New York City uh, today. It's like uh, 60 degrees uh, right now. Pretty crazy. Beautiful. It's like, hot. Yeah, it's really strange, man. Like one day it'll be really cold. The next day it's nice and summery. Next morning I go out in the Hudson's like there's like chunks of ice and like there's like seagulls stuck to the ice. You know what I mean? Like uh, every day it's like it's different. It's always an adventure, but uh, – it really hasn't, you know, it's been a pretty pleasant winter, to be honest uh, with you. I haven't heard, no complaints for me. Whatever, man, it's snowed once or twice, like, not compared to what you're dealing with or what I see every day online. I mean, man, it was snowing in Vancouver the other day. Yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah, yeah. Not yeah, that it never snows there, but I'm yeah, saying, like, it yeah. was, like, blanket yeah, light rain, like snow yeah. everywhere type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, you don't see, like, there it's more like, uh, you know, little sprinkles of rain, a little bit of this. Uh, still no, very The weather sucks nice. there. Like, it's been worse, Cam. Like, I, I was there this winter, and it was warmer in New York than it was Vancouver every day. Like, I checked. Because people in Vancouver to live there, listen, it's a beautiful city. It really is. I love the city. Big, big fan. Beautiful city. But uh, one thing is people that live in Vancouver seem to think, like, that the weather is better there than it is everywhere else, and they're delusional. <laughs> like, uh, like I know someone in Vancouver. God bless him, and he's always like, he's boasting. What's the weather like on the East Coast? Ha, ha, ha. I'm like, it's actually plus nine. <laughs> like, he's like, oh, what? Oh, no, no. I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, I look at Vancouver. I was there. Vancouver's damp in the winter time. It rains all the time, right? So it's not cold, cold, but it's damn cold. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Back to live updates, fellas. That's the best, Yang. Uh, that's the Neon Knights. It's uh, yeah, well, Iron Man. Wrong, 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 wrong singer. Black Sabbath, Yang? Come yeah. on, man. Wrong, wrong singer. Neon Knights. 
We gotta go through the look up. I mean, like get yeah, some. Go through the catalog, we Yang. But yeah, yeah, yeah. They, we they, love if Yang. It's not there. Like yeah, yeah. Just play it off of YouTube or whatever, dude. Neon Knights. It's Rave Night. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Do they play? Just do oh. the update. Yeah, yeah. Colin Neon Kaepernick Knights. and Eric Reed have resolved their grievances with the NFL. Not many take on the league and actually win. Captain Reed will not continue to pursue their collusion lawsuit alleges the league. After the NFL settled with them today, yeah, financial terms not revealed due to confidentiality. But we know, Gabe, it's not going to be chump change. Colin Kaepernick. 80 mil. 80, <laughs> 80 mil. mil. Some say 60. 80 might mil. be 80. 80 mil. That's a lot yeah, of bread. Good Woo. Roger. Where's the cash? Where's the briefcase, Roger? Colin Kaepernick has been out of the league for the past two seasons. Hey, this all started back in 2016 when uh, they decided to kneel together in a pregame national anthem ceremony, and now we've come to this. Wow, unbelievable stuff. Kaepernick filed his collusion case against the league back in November of 2017. Reed followed Kaepernick by filing his own in 2018. The settlement confidential, fellas. But as Gabe said, there could be $80 million at stake. I told you. That's a lot of bread. I told you guys like last week or we'll start doing this. The updates would be so much better with music. See, I was I was right already. Right. Yeah, I like so it. Don't I even say it, Cam. Just just do the update normally, and it, uh, it'll work organically. It's just it's better already. It's nice. Well, Taylor O'Brown's uh, going to meet the Steelers game. Uh, yeah, the seven-time Pro Bowler under contract for the next three years carries a cap hit of 22 mil. The Steelers say they're going to consider trading Brown, but they're not going to release him. The Bills have released Charles Clay, tight end. $4.5 million, say save some money next year. Anthony Davis, what's new? Hurt again. Yeah, well, he's really wailing in this tune. The New Orleans Pelican Center suffered yeah. a shoulder injury last night. Did not return. He'll get uh, treatment for the injury status for Sunday's All-Star game. Unknown. Davis averaging 28.5 points and 13.1 rebounds in 44 appearances. But the Pelicans, they're not done. The team firing GM Dell Demps today. And Gabe, old friend, Duke alum, like a whale capper, Danny Ferry has now been named the New Orleans Pelicans interim GM. He was currently a consultant with the team. We got the festivities tonight. Things get underway at 8 o'clock. World All-Stars, American All-Stars, Team USA laying three points. Over under 289 and a half. USA on the money line, minus 160. Team World plus 140. USA in the first half, minus one and a half total, 145 and a half. All-Star game Sunday, Team LeBron, minus six and a half over Team Giannis. Total, 310 and a half, that's a lot of points. Team LeBron, money line, 270, Giannis, plus 230. In baseball, the Yankees and pitcher Luis Severino have agreed on a four-year, $40 million extension, including a club option fifth year. Severino, a real weapon for the Yankees since coming back in the league in 2015. Across four seasons, a 24-year-old, 41 and 25 record, 3.51 ERA, and 572 strikeouts in 518 innings. That's good stuff. The Angels entering the mix, uh, hopefully to get uh, Mike Moustakas there. And play resuming at Riviera. Damp, cold, and wet. The first round completed earlier today. Jordan Spieth leads the way after a bogey free. Seven under 64. They're heading out for round two. Notables, Tiger one under. Dustin Johnson two over. Rory McIlroy one over. Daytona 500 set to go this weekend as well. On my bookie, here are the odds. Clint Boyer and Brad Keselowski, the co-favorites at 7-1. Joey Logano, 8-1. 
Kevin Harvick and Danny Hamlin, 10 to 1. Four games in the NHL tonight. New York Rangers and Buffalo Sabres, minus 150, total six. Edmonton versus Carolina, Canes minus 180, over under six. Jersey at Minnesota, wild 260, that's big. Total six there in Boston, laying 180 in Anaheim, total five and a half. Friday night hoops action game, number 25, Buffalo taking on Toledo. Bulls minus 4160, and in the A-10, St. Joe's and Davidson, Davidson minus 10, 138 there. So, hey, we got a lot of stuff going on. Keep it locked. It's Red Heat and Rage. You're right, Gabe. I really like that music in the background of the updates. We had Steve Merrill, our buddy Bobano, will join us. We'll talk some more betting and stuff. In the DFS hour, we got lineups, NBA All-Star weekend, and so a hell of a whole have, lot uh, more. Next time, you just another have another song bed? ready to go. Well, yeah, another music Yeah. Yeah, just have another true. metal song, like start after. And already we're getting requests for a, a hip-hop 6 o'clock news update. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, Yang, you're, you're, you love hip-hop? We'll put something, maybe some far side or something old school uh, underneath the beats, and we'll do a, we'll a hip-hop, uh, kind of like our Super Bowl halftime show update for six. Absolutely, I got you. Hip-hop is my specialty, <laughs> baby. <laughs> no, there it is, Yang. I don't know, I gave, yeah, good stuff, Brent, <laughs> fantastic stuff, and in the next update, I'll get you odds for the slam dunk contest and Taco Bill's skills contest and the three-point shooting competition, we're going to run the gauntlet, buddy, odds, bets, everything, we got it here in Red Heat and Rage, take it away, yay! You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions. Level 2 Game Time Decisions. Red Heat Rage Radio, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I'm Gabriel Moretti, throwing it down with Cam Stewart. Ian Cameron, a.k.a. Babano, will join us in the next segment. Uh, in a couple of minutes at time, we'll run the gauntlet. Uh, as Cam alluded to, it's NBA All-Star Weekend this weekend. We've got the skills competition uh, tomorrow. We've got uh, USA versus uh, the world uh, this evening um, from Charlotte, North Carolina. So basically, as Merrill mentioned, it used to be a rookie-sophomore game. Correct. And the sophomores used to kick the crap out of the rookies all the time, and it was, it was kind of free money. Now, Cam, they've went to this world format, and the world, as Steve stated, I mean, you see the fundamentals of NCAA basketball, the kids that come in for the most part, they don't really know much, you know what I mean? They can dunk or hit a three, it's sort of one or in between. The basketball IQ isn't great, there's some. There's a few players with a high basketball IQ, but it is true, the European players are just a bit more polished, but I look at this U.S. team tonight, and for, like, an all-star game setting, and listen, they know that they've lost three the last four years. Like, it'll come up. Like, you know, there's no way that they don't realize that, hey, the, the world keeps beating us here. I get the world has some good players tonight, but looking at the U.S. team, Cam, I mean, Donovan Mitchell is going to kill it in a game like this. He's like a real all-star. Like, he's, he's a top-notch player. He's going to slay it, and he feels like he got screwed last year to Ben Simmons, right, for, uh, for the rookie of the year. And uh, Ben Simmons is on the other team. But Ben Simmons is playing in, in the real All-Star game. I don't think Mitchell is. So, like, tonight, Donovan Mitchell can go at it. Jason Tatum. Kid's like a little star, man. People, he's just, he's, he's like, held back because of everyone in Boston. 
He'll light it up tonight. Kyle Kuzma's a scoring machine. You know, both you and I both said, hey, man, you got to take Luka Doncic over Trey Young. But as good as Doncic's been great, but you got to give Trey Young credit, Cam. Kid's scoring like 16.9 points per game or something like that. He can hit a three, this kid. You know, like the, the U.S. has some ballers on the team tonight. I think they can win this game. I mean, and I'm not betting my whole account on it, but I'm taking the Americans. USA, USA, US, USA, USA, minus three. Yeah, it's only three points, too. So, you know, that's uh, not a bad line there if, if you want to put something together. I like what you're doing. You know what I like? Your Mitchell play, where he talked about wearing the Patrick Waugh ROI rookie of year jersey. Maybe looking for him at the MVP price. Get a little uh, value there. Yeah, I said that today, actually, on the morning show. Good, good play. Good call. Get in on it. Yeah, it's like like plus seven sixty. That's a good price. I've seen a made ones out there too. Lovano. And how about Orlando? They're gonna win Love that it. division. I'm gonna get in on that play. Yeah, you better put they it in. They won by like forty last night. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Oh yeah, yeah, hey, hey, hello. See this, this it's is good. Yeah, yeah. See, see, that's good. Colin Kaepernick, Eric Reed getting money from the big league. Everybody's crazy for Luka Doncic. Hey, Gabe, I got to read this promo. Luka Doncic, a lock to win the 2019 Rookie of the Year. MyBookie.ag sees no reason to make people wait until the end of the season to receive their winnings. So they're paying out 150000 in winning tickets for those who bet Doncic during the season. For the unlucky ones who didn't, uh, should not uh, should he not win the 2019 NBA Rookie of the Year, MyBookie's going to double the payout on the player who does. But wait, there's more, friends. Now you can bet on Zion Williamson to be the 2020 NBA Rookie of the Year at 3-1. to one. If Zion does not take home the title, my bookie will refund all of the bets. You literally have no risk. So head on over to mybookie.ag, open up account with the promo code FNTSY. The Luka Doncic and Zion Williamson props will go on through Monday, February 17th, and my bookie will match your deposit up to $1,000. That's right, I said it, $1,000. That's mybookie.ag, promo code FNTSY. It's a great, uh, great promo, man. Excellent promo. I just put some more money in the account really for some golf uh, matchup bets, too. Click, 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 click. really is. So you have until, uh, what, the 17th to do that. That so is basically, correct. basically, you put $100 bucks in, guys. You lay it down on Zion Williamson, plus 300 to win the, uh, the rookie of the year next year. Hey, why would you want to bet $100 at plus 300 and have to wait 13 months to get your money back? Well, because if it wins, you get paid. If it loses, they refund you. Um, so they, they oh, the win, you. a win-win scenario. You don't get many yeah. of those. Um, Wall, Wall Street, they call that a good deal. Uh, let's bring in a Babano uh, right now. Ian Cameron, uh, rightwager.com. What's going on, Babano? We're ready for another weekend. Well, I thought you'd come out <laughs> singing for sure after that ZZ Top. 
<laughs> we're ready for another weekend. <laughs> I love. That. I could barely hear the music, to be honest. Yeah, I could uh, hear some faint yeah, music. Yeah, ah, yeah, with yeah. Sharp Dressed see, Man. See, okay. Yeah. Love, levels okay. are low, I know. Levels yeah. are low. See, that costs us an opportunity for karaoke. That's a shame. <laughs> Just yeah, listen yeah, at yeah. six. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll be back, Babano. Music at the updates, yeah. buddy. How are, how are you doing? Even though Cam, doing that good. was like a... It was a normal words, but it was still kind of a creepy and awkward intro. I'm ready for the weekend. Like <laughs> your 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 intros, like your your intros, Babano, they're like the new Chris Collins were slide in. I'm telling you, like yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I, I remember was how Michaels sing- is in the shot, and then Chris Collinsworth just pops slide. up and he just slides slide. over into the into the picture. Yeah, yeah. Slide yeah, in. He does the, he does the slider. Slide yeah, he's a real slider. <laughs> slide in. Yeah, I don't know why they do that. Like, I know it's just stupid. Just like doing. Naturally, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but like they're because they're in this so little sad. booth, and then he, he sort of like slides Ew. in as Michael starts talking. Hey, Al, <laughs> it's like, and then we, they tried to went, went and tried to rip how, it off. It was so goofy. Yeah, it didn't. Look I love how, how Joe Buck always has to tell us when he comes on at, before the game, and my partner, the Hall of Famer Troy, yeah. is coming up in just a second. Yeah, we thought you were doing the game by yourself, Joe. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, he's introducing him, Babano. Well, come on. It's called it's called uh, it's called, uh, it's called uh, formatics, Babano. Yeah. Uh, intro- we get like, it. Troy's with you all the time. It's buddy else for football. Yeah, yeah, but you think everybody that's tuning in to Fox knows who Troy Aikman is every day? It's casual people, Babano, watch this stuff. Uh, Why? Super Bowl time, I could see it. Why then? Why say Tom Brady's name during the Super Bowl? Then everyone knows who he is, <laughs> right? Like it's they got to say his name. I mean, there's worse things you could pick on uh, Joe Buck than he introduces his his partner. Uh, my my <laughs> issue with Joe Buck is he looks like he wants to like 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 you know caress Troy Aikman sometimes. That, 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 he he gives him that longing look, like you know what I mean. <laughs> Yeah, but you know what? Stares into his eyes, yeah, gazingly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the Stare. problem with the booth. That's the problem with the booth. It's too small. Too small. They're all too close together all the yeah, time. Yeah, it's a very good point. They are very close. And I like swear to God, notice yeah. Al Michaels been around for a while, and even he's somewhat awkward, but he's pretty yeah. normal. Yeah. Um, like, look at Tessator. Like Tessator has been on TV a million times. He's done like big games and stuff. But when you look at him and he looks in the camera, it's awkward. Like he's tailor made for like the, yeah, I hate to say it, like the radio or the voice. Like he's a good play by play guy, but you'll notice most of them are awkward. Like they all have weird grins on their like watch like any typical play by play guy in a booth. And they ask like they they all right, Steve, you know, Steve, uh Steve Tasker with us and you know, right? So Steve, and then, like you said, their faces cam are like inches away from each other. Yeah, and yeah, very like, much. Spiro Didis even does it. He has some weird grin on his face and nods his head to everything. <laughs> <laughs> and then you realize you're like, yeah, man, all those play-by-play guys—they're geeks. They're the type of kids that didn't play sports. They called sports. You know what I mean? They, you know what I mean? They—they they never, you know, they're geeks. They're nerds, but they're good at calling sports. But they're very, very awkward and stuff in front of the camera, and it's just sort of. Buck is different. Like Buck, Buck, you know, I, Joe Buck used to bother me because I used to think that like he was just so arrogant and like, oh god, this guy thinks he's so great. But he's t- he's toned toned not down. I think he has actually. And I'll give you that. He's very I'll good. But 
I think he's better at baseball though than football. Like baseball, he's the best. Football, he's just another guy. I, you know what I mean? Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. No, you're you're right though. Yeah, before he come, you kind of had like the condescending kind of tone, but you're right. It's uh, yeah. Over time, it's uh, been oh, he's down toned a it lot down. More. Big, big time. I think yeah. somebody talked to yeah. us and said, listen, you can't come across as the smartest guy in the room. It pisses people off kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Well, he got older. He's up to enthusiasm, to too, for football, which he had to yeah. do. There were times in the Giants Super Bowl, touchdown, or what a catch by Tyree. The big catch, I remember, in that Super Bowl against the Patriots. I mean, yeah, but you gotta, a little Yeah, but he's like old school, right? He doesn't want to be cheesy. Yeah. Like, so he's... Yeah. He doesn't do like the screaming or the 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 cornball stuff. You know what I mean? He he considered himself like a classic sort of announcer, like Gus Johnson. You know, imagine Gus Johnson doing the Super Bowl; It'd be great. <laughs> but that's why Pat Summerall. That's why I don't. Anyway, like Patriots have won the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, no, he would have been losing it. But that's why I don't criticize Pat Summerall for not showing excitement because he just had that powerful voice that it came across so good, even though he didn't have to raise his voice. Andre Risen. Does the dance in and Favre got going in a hurry? That was Pat Summerall in a nutshell. Yeah, hey, smooth. Oh, Pat Summerall. Pat Summerall is Doctor Smooth. Like he's 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 like a well, he's, he's, he didn't say anything. He's, he's got a scotch. He, yeah, was exactly. a he didn't talk he, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Man, a few he words. Man, a few words. He yeah, he's like just a, like, hey, he's his classic like call. Nursing a scotch. He would just say that's the what the Patriots were waiting for. You know, he just had a great, powerful voice. Yeah. Um. Well, he did NFC stuff, uh, Summerall. Uh, Summerall's call, classic call, was just simple. Touchdown, Cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> that was his call. No, that was his call. That was his signature call, Babano. Like, touchdown. Like, that's all he said. Touchdown, yeah. Eagles. And, and it worked well, for he had the great point. He'd let, well, he'd let Madden do it, right? Madden was yep. the... Well, I'll tell you about there. Yeah, I got the turkey yeah, egg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I got <laughs> And like you said, Cam, and and Pat Summerall, God bless him, one of the best. He was drunk all the time. Right? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. He sounded like like I like go to he bars. Was. He like, sounds like that's how I talk to guys at the bars. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, he had like no, the yeah, drunken sound. He wasn't pissed. Drunk. No, 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 Harry no but, Harry. Yeah, Harry, Harry Carey was drunk. Drunk. Harry was like, welcome yeah, back he, to Wrigley Field. Yeah. He was slurring drunk. Yeah, yeah like yeah. Harry Carey would get drunk, drunk. Summerall was like grandpa drunk, sort of with the flask. So he sort of had that. Yeah, uh, good call. Don't tell me Excellent what to call. do. Yeah, I mean, like he was together, but so he sort of just had that cool sort of slur, like of like you know, touchdown Cowboys. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. He wasn't pissed drunk, Beach. It was just a little minor slur type well, of speech for Pat. A yeah. lot of those guys, a lot of those guys, you know, were sort of little buzz, right? He admitted yeah. after it was too much. You know what I mean? Even Scotty Farrell tells a story about, like, when he did the NHL, he was really into it. Like, and it was like, all oh, the Atlanta Thrashers, and no one noticed. But he even talked, I, I did an yeah. interview when he was talking about it. He's like, you know, start out with a beer in the first period. It was all good. You know, you're at the hockey game doing a game. And he goes, you know, for about 10, 20 games there, I was about 10, 12 beers deep game after two periods. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. He had to drink beer during the game because he was watching a team that was so bad. That's why, yeah. And then, like, basically, Ted Turner wasn't so happy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, things change. Yeah, it's fine line. It's fine line, yeah. yeah. 
Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. All right, we want to uh, well, wish uh, all the best to everyone in Aurora, Illinois. Sounds like it's pretty bad uh, there. Multiple officers down, shot. Uh, we know one person's dead. Shooter apprehended, so I don't think the shooter's uh, dead. But uh, multiple injuries, at least one person. So uh, we're hopefully, uh, hopefully we don't get uh, doesn't get uh, piled on uh, after this. Um, Game time decisions, Red Heat and uh, Rage Radio. And just quickly on another thing, I'm seeing on Twitter people are bitching about an Amber Alert about uh, in Toronto, I guess, or in Ontario. Yeah, yeah. I even saw like, Stacy, yeah. Salacious Stacy, was tweeting about it that local news was like, should you get Amber Alerts or whatever in the middle of the night? And I'm like, I'm thinking too. What are you guys like, idiots? Is this like, are people so self-centered and like? Is like, are their phones only made to take stupid pictures of themselves in front of a mirror on Instagram? There's a kid missing. That's the whole point yeah. of technology, well, so they can spread the word quickly. That's and I see point. people are pissed that they got like that's typical Toronto dude in Ontario. Like that's pretty pathetic. Like, yeah, uh, it's like from a chick yeah. throwing a chair off off the balcony. Sorry to interrupt your ten minutes of beauty sleep, bastard. I mean, really, seriously. Yeah, like, this, what are we doing no, here? It was, I mean, no, it was people, people complaining about this. It was serious. People are just like idiots. Yeah. Like. No, it was a very yeah. serious situation. Eleven-year-old yeah. kid kidnapped in the family, and no, you're watching the show. They want to get the broadcast uh, out there. Uh, the car was heading on, you know, the 401. They get an Amber Alert. So if you see if you see this part person coming, it's a dead it's a dead important situation here. Like, you know what I mean? You got to get it out there, and it has to go on all the devices. It has to do that because we have a kidnapping situation going on here. You're right, Marenzi. It's just I don't get it, man. Like I told you, I like the world better like uh, a hell of a lot a long time ago. Me and you used to talk about like. Pay- and stuff like that before selfies and everything else. I, I long for an earlier time, friend. And the thing is, there's evidence that the, the police departments, when they issue these Amber Alerts, that the system works. They have a very easy, much easier well, to track down missing it people. It's a system that works. So they disp- they dispatch the messages and the Amber Alerts, and, the, and you hear the siren, the alert, through your phones, your cable and satellite television receivers as well. You'll see it on the screen. And it was absolutely appalling, I think, to see people bitch and complain and to actually call 911 call centers. 911 call centers to complain about the alerts uh, in the middle of the night. Yeah, that's, we that's apologize. That's- that's, that's yeah. another thing. You're a senior citizen. You have a heart attack or something, right? Gabe, you, you're jamming up 911 lines for people that are actually like sick and, or could be dying to what, bitch and complain about a sound effect? Really? It's so ridiculous. Crazy, uh... What do we do? You know, it's the people that have no attention span, no patience, that don't think through the situation, that there's someone's life at danger, there's someone's life at risk. My first thought, because I have no patience, no attention span, is 
how did it affect me? Oh, you interrupted my TV show. Oh, you interrupted my sleep at, at 12.30 a.m. or whatever it was when it happened. Oh, you interrupted the movie I was watching or whatever the hell you were doing last night at that time. They don't think through the severity of the situation. And unfortunately, you we get got it. it. <laughs> we get yeah. the point, Ben. <laughs> it's, it's, um, it's, it's, it was horseshit. Ridiculous. Yeah. Um, just quickly on this, too, Cam. You were bitching about Dollar Beer, so you, you can get it now. Dollar Beer debuted yeah, in Ontario well, today. I wasn't really bitching about it. I was just saying, though. It's, it's called No Name like, Beer. <laughs> yeah, it's called. Well, the thing and, was, uh, when you say you say no name buck a beer. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it was 20. The cheapest 12 was 20 bucks, so it's not a here, buck beer. There's a review here already on it. Like, yeah. uh, on the Frills beer? Let me take a yeah. look. Said, <laughs> I tried Ontario's cheap beer, no name, new no name beer, and this is my honest opinion. I tried Ontario's new no-name beer, and in my opinion, it's worse than you would expect it to be. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's pretty bad, then. <laughs> and he's saying he wasn't expecting much. <laughs> so that's telling me, like, you're, you're basically saying it's like if, you're, if you got a Laker and a Steeler, and it's like a Laker and a Steeler are probably like 100 times better than this beer, we got a problem. We got a problem with the brewery. That's the thing. It's kind of probably hard to brew a buck of beer when you think about it and make it a good product. Like, it's one of those things that... You know, like you know what I'm saying, Brad? Like, what are we gonna do? It's a, it's that stuff we talk about that steel in a tin that you're drinking. Where it's not regular stuff. It's putting people in orbit. You know what I mean? It's not regular alcohol. It's dangerous. I like he says the beer is advertised as light and malty, crisp and easy to drink. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's great. That's great. All right, Babano. So. What do you got for the, uh, yeah, so if you want, you can go get uh, blasted and buy a 12-pack for 10.45 of this uh, piss 10 water. 10.45? Yeah. For <laughs> it's a, under a buck of beer. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we'll get yours. We'll, we'll let you sample it, Cam. I'm not touching the stuff. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll try anything. So, so Bano, all-star stuff tonight. Any any opinion on the, uh, the rookie sophomore or you got any opinion on the college basketball? What do you what do you got for us? We got AF football. We've got uh, we got the NBA All Star stuff uh, this weekend. You got college basketball, NHL. What do you want to hit, Babano? What's your what's your best uh, pick that'll win and make people want to go to RightWager.com? Yeah, I mean for me, I mean when I look at the. Uh uh, the college basketball, I got nothing tonight. It's a very, very tricky card. I know a lot of people like Toledo. I don't. Uh, Buffalo just k- killed them in the first meeting, and Buffalo is the best team in that conference. I know they've been a little, you know, been a little susceptible lately. I haven't played as good lately, but uh, Buffalo is not a team I like to step in front of. Nothing else on the college hardwood. In the NBA, the Rising Stars Challenge, I don't have a big bet on it, but I, I took the world. Uh, in this game, plus three uh, against the U.S. Isn't the U.S. always a little bit overvalued and a little bit, their line's inflated a little bit uh, in these kind of games? I mean, I think the world roster's the pretty good. The world's won three in the last four. Three, they, yeah, they've I mean, done it, this, this is the fifth year in the format, so four years, and the world has beaten them three out of the four times. Yeah, I kind of like the world, catching points. I mean, I think they can win the game, and I can get three points with them. I'll take it. Uh, I look you're, at the you're roster. Canadian. You're part of the world. It, yeah, exactly. Well, look at it. Just look at it. We've the one Raptor in the in the game is playing for the world. OG Ananobi. Yeah, yeah, You've got yeah. a Shea Gilgis Alexander, my Hamilton uh, compadre right, here. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, and he's yeah. from Hamilton. Shea Gilgis Alexander, the Clippers. So, yeah, he is. He's a Hammertown guy. Uh, so uh, good I knew guy to cheer from, him. I, I knew. I thought he was from like. Yeah, I thought he was from. Uh, yeah, I guess I did kind of know he's Hamilton. I didn't know exactly what yeah. town, but yeah, Hamilton, the area. 
Larry Markin has Where's played Wiggins good lately from? for the Bulls. De- Pickering uh, is Wiggins a place is, that seems like yeah. a lot of these kids are from. Pickering, Toronto, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, Pickering, Pickering, uh, Pickering, that's yeah. the east. That's the, yeah. that's the east part of the GTA, right, Marenzi? You got the west with the yeah, doesn't Babano Pickering have a good high school football team too? Pickering's got a lot of stuff too. It's got good, good sharp <laughs> knives, good stuff. athletes. Yeah, they got a lot of things going on. Pickering, buddy, nice power plant there. Yeah, Pickering. <laughs> Oh, Pickering. They got, they got a lot of things up there, buddy. Uh, Remember my shitty cell phone? It wouldn't work. I'd yeah, pass the Scarborough Town Center. I'd oh, yeah. see the, the Ajax side. I'm like, wow, I'm yeah. done. Yeah, the, minute, <laughs> like, the minute you hit Ajax Downs quarter horse track, that thing's dead. <laughs> he, he go. Mobilicity. Thanks, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a great yeah. service. I know. I'm 20 minutes outside the city. All right. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, I like the world. NHL. All right, so you like the world. Uh, we the are world. The world. I am the world. We are the world. Yeah. yeah. All right, NHL hockey. New York Rangers and the Buffalo Sabres. Sabres uh, minus 150. Um, you've got the Edmonton Oilers at the Carolina Hurricanes. Canes are big favorites, minus 180. Total of six there. Total of six in the Rangers and Sabres game. New Jersey Devils. Or at the uh, Minnesota Wild. Wow, Wilder. Massive favorites at minus 270. They should be that. And the uh, Boston Bruins are at the Anaheim Ducks, who got that win the other night. Bruins will win. Can they win again? Yeah, I know that sometimes Anaheim. Yeah, Anaheim won for the first game after Randy Carlisle got fired. Most teams do. I don't think that's a sign of things to come, though. That was a one-off. I, I don't think this team's very good. They're not. They're slower. They're older. They're playing poor defensively. They they rallied the troops for one game. I don't think that's a sign of a turnaround. If you ask Bob Murray and you tell him to tell the truth, I'm sure he'll say he'd rather his team not make the playoffs because I think he's got to completely rebuild this thing uh, from scratch and start over with they're Anaheim playoffs. Yeah, no, they're, they're actually still, you know, only a few points out, like six points out uh, of the second spot. But, yeah, the way their form has been, I mean, they're not going to get back into it, in my opinion. Boston should win that. So should Minnesota. I mean, New Jersey's in a tough spot, second night uh, in a row on the road. They lost in Chicago uh, last night. You know, Bruce Boudreaux with the old vote of confidence saying we're making the playoffs. See how his players respond first game since That's he BS. said that uh, the other day. Bruce Boudreaux. They suck. Bruce Boudreaux usually has no problem making the playoffs. It's winning in them where his problem usually is. Minnesota's fraudulent. They're not very good. They're a bad team. Minus but, 260. I don't yeah, they're the bad, thing. but I, I don't, I, win. They should win the yeah. game, Gabe, but laying 260. Yeah. I don't even want to put it in parlays. I'm just going to pass on that. Can't game. do it. Uh, well, the parlays, the you can do the Bruins in the wild, but I don't want to do that. Uh, uh, I prefer another game. Carolina Hurricanes, no. minus 175. Canes seem to win a lot, except when I take them. So I'm not taking them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a bad spot for Carolina. They're back home after a long road trip, but you're going to ask me to trust Edmonton to do anything? No. Uh, that, that no, flat out no. Uh, so that's a pass. The Rangers kind of interest me at a plus price. I don't know if Buffalo should be laying yep. uh, that big of a price. Buffalo's not played great hockey of late. And I kind of like the over. I like the, most of all the Rangers yeah, at a plus Buffalo price. Beat the Islanders the other night. They yes, did. They did. Yeah, they yeah, got the job done. I don't know, man. The Islanders got the win. Yeah. Uh, They're three two and one on this. Three two and one on the seven game homestand. So. That was their longest homestand of the year. So this is the last game of this homestand. This is a big game for the Sabres. Like, they, you know, like remember Jack Eichel was bitching. Remember we talked about it, Cam, when they were 2-2-1. Two, two, and one? He said it's not good enough. He goes, you know, other teams are winning games. We're just neutral, and we don't take advantage. Yeah. He was getting surly. 
Nice win against the honors the other night at four two and one. Big difference, guys. It's like betting Babano. Big difference between four two and one and three three and one. Big difference. Yeah, big difference. Yeah, I mean I kinda like this homestand. I kinda like the Sabres gonna play tonight. So do I. But I like Babano. Babano's a good capper. Like he, lo- he just looks at it from the perspective of, you know, the Rangers played uh, the Jets tough. Jets did lose to Colorado the other night. I was on that, but I lost with Montreal. But you know what? Babano, a lot of value, but I think the Sabres get it done at home. To your point, Gabe, how important this game is. And I do think there's goals in Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota defensively not been the same since Nico Corbu went in, got injured, and New Jersey gives up goals every night. It it's true. Good call, Babano. Uh, we'll get Babano's AF thoughts on the other side. Game time decisions ready. Great radio continues. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Game time decisions, Red Heat and Rage, our radio, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I am Gabriel Morenci, throwing it down with the Rage Reddit, Cam Stewart, Ian Cameron, rightwager.com. Cool enough to be uh, joining us right now, spending some time uh, with us. Uh, Ken Mazzari likes that promo tuning in right now, but Zion Williams says, just $100, Ken. <laughs> Zion was like, can I put more than 100 And they'll give you none. Uh, yeah, it's, it's just it's $100. A high, $100 still good. Yeah, 100 bucks. Build the account, yeah, baby. Yeah, it's, no, it's a, just they, all, they also match for new clients. You get a you get a huge bonus there and existing clients, too. Like, I put a little bit of money in uh, for some, like, live golf wagers and stuff. They give you a, a 25% uh, bonus there, too, for existing customers. So it's a good, it's a good spot. Oh, here we go. Just quickly, we'll get, we'll get to the AF here. Got some breaking news. I don't want to upstage you, Cam. For, uh, yeah, well, yeah, you're, you're quick. Uh, don't worry. I'll, I'll, you can tell me, and I'll input it. Matt Kuchar has just no. spoken. Oh, has he? <laughs> I let myself, my family, my partners, and those close to me down. I also let David down. I plan to call David tonight when I'm off the course to apologize for the situation that he has been put in. And I have made sure that he will receive the full total amount he has requested. Why don't you just do this from the get-go? <laughs> guy, guy doubled down on it. For him to do this, to say I let my partners down, sponsor, sketcher, someone told him, Cooch, you better you better get out there and say something. For him to say I let my partners down. My partner's down, I eat sponsors down. There's no way you know he didn't do this without pressure of one of his sponsors. One of his sponsors probably threatened to call his agent and say, dude, we're going to pull it. We can't have this guy selling Skechers if he's stiff in Mexican caddies. <laughs> <And> like, 
<laughs> Can't have them selling sketch. <laughs> Love the commercial, too. Hey, you want to play another 18, Cooch? How about another 36, guys? Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, no yeah, 36, okay. is that what he says? Yeah, yeah. the commercial. Because hey, he's Cooch. different, everyone. He's not paying the green fees. <laughs> That's right. He didn't tell you he's already six shots down to his buddy for 50 grand. Let's play another uh, 36. I'll get you back. Well, he, I mean, he doesn't care, Cooch. I guarantee you this is forced on him that they told him, hey, Cooch, no more TV commercials, dude. Every time someone sees your face, they're going to go, that's the guy to stiff someone. Right? Like, And the worst part is for him, like you said, Cam, it's too late now almost anyways. He just did this on Friday. It's Friday night. It's going to get lost in the Kaepernick News, NBA All-Star Weekend. I know. It's everything. So it's too late. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're an idiot. Like, you already, people already know you're a jerk, and now it still costs you the 50K. It's just funny. Like, man, people are like, it's the irony, the irony. Okay. AAF football, Babano. It's uh, week two. Doesn't seem to be a ton of live movement, actually. And for the record, you know, I bet on it, and you know, I know you bet on it, and people talk about it, but uh, the action wasn't massive, like at the sports books. Like, they, they took more action on the Pro Bowl type thing. It was degenerates, you know what I mean? It was betting this stuff. But they did get good media coverage. It'll be interesting to see if more people bet on it uh, this weekend. But I prefer this because the Arena Football League that I used to really be good at, I love betting it, it was frustrating, guys, because the arena lines would come out, and if you didn't bet it like within seconds, there'd be like an eight-point point swing and stuff, you know what I mean? It'd be like, oh, they're minus two. Next thing you know, oh, minus 11, like – because they didn't really know what they were doing, and they were sort of all over the place. And now with this, they sort of seem to, their power rankings seem to be pretty sharp, and there's not a ton of action on it. It doesn't take a lot to move the lines, but uh, Salt Lake Stallions at Birmingham Iron. Birmingham are minus seven, totals 44. It's tough to get info on Josh Woodrum whether he's playing or not. Arizona Hotshots, minus 13 at Memphis, a total 46. Those are the Saturday games. Sunday, probably the game of the week. Orlando at San Antonio. Apollos, minus six. Commandos, plus six. Total, 44 and a half. I think it was too low in that game. And then you get Atlanta and San Diego. And San Diego are minus nine and a half, but I'll tell you what, Papano. The Legends, they got lit up last week, and they got lit up. They didn't have a preseason. They kind of did, but you know what I mean? The scrimmage preseason that they had, they got killed. They kept score. They got killed in that game. They've been outscored like 77 to 16 or something in their two games. Their little get-ready game and then the real game. Atlanta might be just that bad, actually. Well, there's two teams that look like the worst teams right now, Memphis and Atlanta. And right away, there's no way I make a case for them this week. I don't want Memphis. I don't want Atlanta. And now, it doesn't mean for sure I'm running to San Diego and Arizona in those two games, but I will not be on Memphis. I will not be well, on I'm Atlanta. I'm running to Arizona, Babano. Yeah, I will not. Like, I will absolutely not be back in either of those two teams unless I see something this week where there is a just a little bit where there is massive improvement from those two teams on both sides of the football. I will not be touching them for a long time. I think they've got bad coaching as well. I'm not. I don't like what Kevin Coyle's done with Atlanta. I don't think he's very good. We all know Singletary. Legendary quote of his says, "I don't make halftime adjustments." Uh, tells you all you need to know about Mike Singletary and the fact that he ran the football pretty much every time on first down last week. No uh, ingenuity or creativity offensively. You can throw the football every now and then, Mike, uh, on first down, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, Memphis was awful last week on both sides of the ball. They're sticking Christian Hagenberg back in there, giving him a second chance. I don't get it. Uh, I don't know what's going to improve all of a sudden in one week. Uh, the question is, is Memphis going to score? I mean, the offense was that bad. The O-line was terrible. And you could say the same thing uh, about Atlanta. 
their O-line was hideous against Orlando. So to put it all together, just connect those three games all in one, yeah, I lean Arizona for sure. I lean San Diego. One bet I've made so far, and I like this one, it is my best bet. It's San Antonio plus six against Orlando. I like Orlando a lot last week, but that was about as anti-Atlanta bet for me as it was a pro-Orlando bet. Seeing just reading the tea leaves and seeing how such a mess Atlanta was off the field. Brad Childress was supposed to be the coach. Suddenly he's not. Michael Vick's supposed to be the OC. Suddenly he's not. Turmoil off the field with their coaching staff. You know, scheme changes, system changes, bad quarterback play with uh, Matt Sims last week. It was terrible for Atlanta. Orlando, don't get me wrong, they looked impressive. They really looked good with Spurrier. Uh, with uh, the quarterback, their offense was excellent, but I think a lot of that was bad Atlanta, not all great Orlando. I think they're going to be tested a lot more by San Antonio, who had a really good defense showing last week in their win. The only thing they got to improve on is their red zone offense. They settled for field goals too much. The Logan Woodside looked good at the quarterback spot. Don't underestimate the strength of that home field either, uh, the Alamo Dome. 27,000 people. Uh, attended that game last weekend. It was a loud environment. They were into it. They're home for a second straight week. No travel involved. I think it's a little overreaction in the number to how impressive Orlando was last week. San Antonio is no slouch, and I think they're going to show it. All right, Cameron. Yeah, Rightwager.com. Rightwager.com. Um, Ian Cameron, you can follow him on Twitter, at Babano. All right, uh, Babano, good stuff. Uh, anything else you want to like, get off your chest before we get you out of here, or is that, is that it? No, I mean, that's about it. I'm looking forward to these uh, <laughs> AAF games. I'm into this league. Oh, CFL, I mean, it was a big week for CFL. Looking forward to that season started. Hamilton is having a viewing party in a couple weeks for the Grey Cup 2020 announcement, and that tells me all I need to know, that it's probably a good chance we're hosting the Grey Cup in 2020. So if that's <laughs> nice true, long overdue. It's been 1996 since the last time we've hosted a Grey Cup. We're overdue. Let's bring the great cup to the hammer. It's about damn time. Oh, so a big viewing party, right? For the announcement. But the season yep. ticket holders invited down, huh? Where's, yeah, where's exactly. that? Uh, where's the viewing party? Uh, to Morton's Field. Yeah, they're doing it inside oh, the outside? building, the complex. Yeah, I know. It's going to be in the, uh, there's a, Media, there's a lunch, you know, where the players usually have their meals, pregame, postgame, and all that. There's a big, like, little uh, foyer area there inside. So that's probably where it's going to end up being, yep. So 2020, where's the Grey Cup this year? That's actually a good question. I know it ain't here, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, 2020. <laughs> Not that much I know. Let me check that. Right. Is this about. Saskatchewan? No, I'm trying to think. Uh, uh, see, it's always out west, it seems. It's out west right. more than it is in the east, to tell you that much. That's true. It's in Calgary. 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 Oh, yep. yeah, yeah. yeah, who wants to sit outside guess. of Calgary in November? Yeah, it's um, cool. <laughs> yeah, I Hamilton, think it might be us. Yeah, we're doing 1996, huh? That's a long yeah. time. Yeah, you know what? That's ridiculous that long. You know, well, you could, the Grey Cup, Ivor win wasn't really ideal, but uh, yeah. you know, there's been a lot of old-school classic moments. But now you got the new stadium. And uh, Hamilton, yeah, you guys will do a great job with that. It'll it'll be a big uh, big festivity, big week in the hammer. Uh, Grey Cup 2020, good stuff. Oh, yeah, downtown Hamilton. The there should be cup. some sites that weekend. Yeah, now we got to make the Grey Cup. But, yeah, there should be some sites downtown Hamilton that week. Uh, Grey Cup coming here should be a lot of fun, if it does. I'm, I'm thinking I think it'll be here, though. Yeah, well, but, man, they're not doing yeah, They don't have parties. Yeah, I don't know, yeah, yeah exactly. They're, yeah. they're not going to say Orlando Somebody Steinhauer. Knows something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's big time. Yeah, yeah it's got to be something huge. Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah. You know what, though? It's going to be so big that uh, I'm sure Mick Ossie will come to town with Bano. Yeah, do a story with Bobano. 
Yeah, there Hamilton. we go. Mick and I. Mick comes to Hamilton. Exactly. Yeah, we'll uh, show him the town. Yeah. <laughs> we know Bruce Chad's not going. <laughs> no, 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 no. You know what, Bruce Chad? Bruce Chad doesn't see the outside of his front door, let alone uh, another city in the province. Yeah. I can't really knock the man for that. I don't get out very much anymore. It's cold out there. Oh, you make appearances, Sam. You were just in New York City for the Super Bowl. I yeah. was. Yeah, I was. I, yeah. I don't, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm still paying for that one, Gabe. Gabe still me, too. Still recovering. <laughs> what, a, what a painful existence that was watching that game. I still can't believe how. Yeah, we worked all day. Bored out of my skull, I was. It, just, it was just one of those things that's just kind of like, you know, Beto, like when, when uh, Zerline missed that late kick for the teaser to the under, I was just uh, like, what a, that, what that was the that, that was the final kick in the balls. You know what I mean? I was kind of yeah. just like, oh, ask Gabe. I took it very well too. Like I've been, we've been betting for years. It's just one of those things. It's just like, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to tell you it hurt. It hurt, but you know, it's life. You want to be in the game. Sometimes you're going to get burned. Nah, it would have been nice to get that teaser on the it way. Would, out. Oh yeah, it would have been huge. It was a big play too because I love the under. But anyway, you know how it goes, Brad. See, sometimes yeah. it's just, uh, you know. You lose by a half sometimes, right, So Sometimes you're the dog, and sometimes you're the fire hydrant. Yeah, yeah that's the way it works. Yeah. I'm the fire hydrant, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Or the pigeon exactly. or the statue. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the statue. Yeah. Uh, all right, Bano. so <laughs> yeah. you, you didn't really see any. You seem to be on the fence with everything in the NHL. Uh, you do like the world. In this, do, uh, yeah. in this game tonight. He, li- he likes the over like and the, the Devils East. game. We both like the Bruins, oh, over but it's a lot of juice. And San Antonio Commandos plus six. Mm-hmm. Um, totals two ninety in this game tonight. It's sort of right. If you look at the past games, it's uh, you know it's one of the clock doesn't stop in this one, right? So it's sort of quicker than a usual game. They usually get like right around this, like two eighty four, two seventy nine, two ninety one. It plays to the under generally. This rookie sophomore game. It went over when it was in Toronto when we went years ago. Let's see, like three years ago it was a really high scoring one, but. I'm not in love with the over, maybe a sprinkle to the over, but the all-star game itself, in which we didn't hit, that's, um, yeah, we, you know, everyone did, LeBron's team's good, but so is, so is Giannis's team, but the total's 310, guys, look at the results of the all-star games, it's insane, like, there could be a lot of freaking points put up on the board between these two, I think it's going to go over, even though it's 310, it's too low, I think. It's a lot of points. It's like 190. Yeah, there's not. There's gonna be no defense. Yeah, it could get there. It's one ninety-two, one eighty-two, bro. Yeah, that's like, that's a that's like a lot of points. Nearly, yeah, yeah. If you're betting Last unders in these kind of games, it's because you you know you think that uh, the number's too high, and it's not going to be because you don't think there's going to be pace, and you think there's going to be a ton of defensive intensity because there's not going to be. Well, there is in the, in the NBA All Star game in the fourth quarter. Yeah, right? like these yeah, the things, you're better off betting the over yep. in the first. No, no, they're, they're always pretty. Like, it's the fourth quarter, they don't screw around. Like, uh, the NBA All-Star game is pretty competitive. In the, it's actually one of the more competitive All-Star games. Like, it's way better than most of them. Like, they, they bring it in the fourth. They, they do. They want to get the MVPs and stuff. Last year, the score was uh, 148-145, so it would have stayed under. year before that, 192-182, 196-173. 163-158. Ian Cameron, rightwager.com. Thanks. Bye-bye. See you guys. 
Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Decisions ready to raise radio, fantasy sports radio network. <laughs> Yang's the best. I hope you guys know it. We, we've been around the block a few times. <laughs> Ken says, I got my hopes up for nothing. I'm not going to wait a year for peanuts. We live day by day. See, yeah, that's short sighted thinking, actually. Someone's will giving you plus 300 free money or your money back isn't peanuts. Like that's the uh, who? What's going on here? It's, uh, Somebody wanted to. He's like, can't ask. How much is the promo for the Zion Williamson? Like what? You want to put five hundred dollars on it, and they're going to give you like fifteen hundred dollars back or whatever. Like, it's not going to work like, like that, right? So it's it's a hundred dollars, but um, you get four hundred dollars back if it wins. Like you right. ask yourself, like if you put a hundred dollars in a bank and it sat there. <coughs> How much money you get in interest for that? Uh, in the year? What would you couple have, like pennies? Hundred dollars and sixty cents or something. You 40 kidding cents? me? See my bank account. These guys penalize me at every mistake I make. They, yeah, you'd they be shake, minus money. They, they, yeah, they're minus money. Right. They shake me down during the show. I get missed calls. It's not like a you know a call that I want. It's TD Bank. These guys are. I don't know what the hell I've done to them, but uh, I'm gonna have to go in there in person this week. And I didn't want to do that, but uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be strutting in there and uh, figuring out what the hell's going on. I don't like it one bit. Oh, the guy yeah, calling me during my show. Anyway, probably something. <laughs> Try to screw me on another mortgage rate or something. You know, come on, come on down. Hey, got to, let's check your portfolio out there, friend. Yeah, okay. These banks, they pretend to be your friend too. Yeah, I think they're I gonna love. torment you that bank for the rest of your life. I think so. Too. Well, I got my mortgage with them, so yes. <laughs> yeah, it's totally like, it's, yeah, another, at least another twenty years. Like <laughs> they're on my back, man. See, it's a, that's that's the monkey on my back. The bank TD. Fuck, I think I owe the money, to be honest. That I owe, oh, yeah. Who doesn't? Who doesn't owe the money? No, I'm just saying, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't? I just sort of turned off one of my phones, Cam, so I decided, I'm like, ah, whatever. Anyone needs to get in touch with me, they'll find me. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, sort of, yeah. You can find me the, the old-fashioned way. <laughs> yeah, that's the end of that Bye-bye. Bye. Like, See ya. Delete. They go. Game time decisions.